If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Excuse me, folks. How are you? Great to be with you. Got a great show tonight. We got uh, Tony Danza, Liz Taylor, and uh, and uh, a fine young actor coming up, Bob Denver. Uh, <laughs> all right, it's Thursday, folks. That's the last day for us. That's all I know. Boy, am I taking a kick, and I might as well. This is public, anyways. I'll just you like you guys like personal shit. You may or may not know, I'm in a lawsuit with uh, Pandora and uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, a bunch of these platforms that have been screwing comedians over for years by only paying us for the, um, for the uh, what do I want to say, the performing part and uh, the copyright part, but not the literary publishing rights. That's the third. As you know, I think I mentioned this on the show before. In music, that's where all the money is. You write songs. So, they, so they're not paying us for our words. They never got a licensing thing. And uh, damn it, wouldn't you know, a company uh, started up, realized this, that comedians were getting screwed. And uh, you, it's again, it's been all over the internet. George Carlin's estate. Uh, Bill Hicks's estate. Uh, Richard Pryor. A few guys you might have heard of. Richard Pryor, Dice Clay, Ron White myself and this isn't a class action these are individual suits and um long story short i have 142 tracks out there more than all the other comments because because those guys are really famous and they weren't so worried about protecting they weren't putting out little albums like me i had the my brilliant wife who worked at a record company she was smart enough to protect my every word that came out of my mouth since my first cd and this shit's being played all over the country, and I'm not getting paid for, you know, a, a third of it. And they, and, and, and one of these platforms admitted in writing that they knew eventually that they were going to get caught. Well, guess what? That day has come. My point being is, um, it could be huge. But here's my, here's my bigger point. They, they stopped just recently ripped all my shit off every platform that's involved in this Spotify, Pandora. And that was a nice chunk of change every month for me. I don't have to tell you the amount, but it's a real kick in the balls. I think I'm going to tear up this new bathroom and go back to shit in a bucket. I can't afford this type of marble. Um, anyways, I just thought I'd bring that up. So if you think I'm making money, I mean, <laughs> what a kick in the shirt. Hopefully, in the long run. I mean, any, any lawyer that's looked at it goes, that's a slam dunk, dude. Got the best guy in the country working on it, a guy named Richard Bush and a company called Spoken Word uh, who started this and defending us comedians. And it's very fucking interesting. All I'm saying is this is the best shirt I got. <laughs> All right, on with the show. Red Sox suck. Uh, <laughs> Actually, yeah, they finally they finally lost to the Astros. Like I said, we own the Astros this year. Explain that one. Anyways, uh, by the way, I want to remind you, this show is uh, where free speech lives and a couple of homeless fellas. No one gets to tell me what I can and can't say, and I'm not beholden to sponsors or bosses. That's why they can't cancel me. I just come out here each day and speak the truth for me and a lot of you guys. I'm only able to do this because of your contribution, so... Please take a moment now and go to nickdip.com. Click on the banner on 
top to contribute. Again, thank you guys so much in advance. What do we got today? Finally, some good news. Oh, boy, New York is a shithole. Ugh. Somebody on TV was talking how it smelled yesterday, which I knew when I first moved to New York in the 90s. You ever walk into like a train station men's room on a 112 degree day and nothing but piss smell? That's what New York smelled like when I first moved outside. Then you blend in the garbage and the homeless. It's very nice. But uh, anyways, the point is it's falling apart. But uh, how many stories have we done in the last couple months where a, a thug sucker punches an old lady or a young girl? Um, just fucking horrible shit. And again, a lot of it's mental illness, and a lot of it's not. There's just evil fucks out there who, uh, who, uh, who know, who have criminal records, who know nothing's going to happen to them. They'll be on the streets the next day. Well, some black thug was going around bitch, not slapping, punching people in the back of the head yesterday. And a MMA guy, black belt, takes out the black thug. Black belt takes out black thug. A mixed martial arts fighter sprang into action to subdue a homeless man. I love how, oh, I, first of all, sorry. how do you even know? I love how these homeless guys have uh, Air Jordans on and a better shirt than I do. Get the fuck out of here. To subdue a homeless man that was allegedly, why don't we take, and I know you're going to go, it's legal, they have to, but I don't give a fuck. Let's start there. Seriously, want to upend the whole system? Stop me being holding to fucking jerk off lawyers. Not allegedly. They got them on tape doing this. There's a million cameras every block in New York. Allegedly attacking people in the heart of Manhattan's Soho shopping district, okay? And this, uh, this MMA guy took some action because, you know what? Those guys are badasses. You're going to eat lightning and you're going to crap thunder. Ro Malabanen, who has a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So do I, but I... I don't know. Kick, people kick me. It hurts. I don't want to do it. And a yellow belt. They should take yellow out of the color thing. There's nothing manly about a yellow belt, unless you're wearing a pink jumper to go with it. And a yellow belt in judo was walking to his boxing instructing job. He's an instructor, so he knows what he's doing. Last Wednesday morning, when he saw Samuel Frazier, homeless black dude, sucker punch a construction worker. Malabanen, 44 years. That guy's 44? Are you shitting me? He's 44? Boy, yellow don't crack either. Checked in. Why am I saying yellow? I don't know what Malabanen is. Somebody, Jesus Christ, kind of checked in with the uh, victim. He checked in with the guy he saw punched in the head before running after the scumbag suspect, taking him down from behind the way I like it at home. The Good Samaritan explained to his Instagram followers, here, here he is, he explains uh, the whole event. Handsome guy. That guy's 44. How do you still have a black beard? When I was 30, this shit turned white. Broads love that shit. Anyways, uh, Mr. Malabatan, I'll tell you what. He was the best guy around. Yes, he was. Go ahead. I was like, yo, you okay? He's like, no, I'm not okay. It's like, all right. Fucking handsome guy. Um, call the cops. And then out of nowhere, two guys just rolled up and was like, yo, you okay? He's like, yeah, that guy's been punching people uh, down Broadway, punch a couple of people. I was like, oh, word? He's like, yo, we got to take him out. I'm like, all right, I'm down. So we start following him, and, um, and then he was like a block away. So I ran after him. He just, like, my jujitsu instincts just kicked in. Um, I jumped on his back. Uh, he tried to uh, swing me off of him, but for those of you that don't know, seatbelt position, dragged him down to the floor, and I immediately took his back and pinned him to the ground. I do that to my wife every night. She don't like it. Pinned him to the ground. Is it me or should that guy go on auditions? I'm not saying this in a gay way, but... <laughs> It's okay, Nick. You can open up. It's 2022. Oh, no, it isn't okay. It'll be wrong until 2097, in my opinion. Only thing I'm opening is my ass cheeks for myself. Uh, anyways, and my proctologist. She used to be a stripper. Big fucking thinkers. Anyways, this guy, <laughs> folks, that's not, let's not take this for granted. It's New York. You know, people have gotten killed intervening and stuff like this. And uh, you, don't, you never know what this scumbag has on him. And again, mental illness. Well, they didn't even say that, did they? They said homeless. So we're supposed to cut them up. I like how that comes out three seconds after the incident. Anyways, 
So out of nowhere, people were like, yeah, this guy punched me in the face. Yeah, this guy hit me. This guy hit an old guy, Maliban said. Some of the Iraq victims then began trying to attack the neutralized suspect. They all get tough. <laughs> Once the hero gets the guy down, everyone wants a piece of him. But Maliban asked them to stop. This guy, what is he? This guy is a... Uh, Knows what he's doing. Call the cops instead, according to his narrative. An initial police investigation revealed that Frazier, Frazier is down. And an unprovoked attack to the heads of a 50-year-old man and a 17-year-old boy, according to the NYPD. Just the facts, man. Imagine just walking around randomly taking shots at people. I notice it seems to be the same race doing it, too. I I don't understand. Mental illness affects all races. I just, uh, somebody explain it. What are you implying, Nick? You know what the fuck I'm implying. I don't even know what I'm implying, but I'm just saying, can we draw some conclusions? Yes, okay, maybe they're poorer and they grew up without a dad or whatever. But address that. But that's God's way. Yeah, address that, the root. That's God's way of letting us know. Ay, ay, ay. Again, that would put me, cancel me. Not that I'm going to say that on The View. <laughs> Whoopi would slap me in the face. He was charged with two counts of assault, according to the police, wearing smelly socks and a big turd in his backpack. Uh, according to police, who noted that Frazier did not have a home address. Maybe he didn't give it to you. There's something wrong with the black man's mind. There's something wrong with his mind. When I was in LA living in Venice Beach, <laughs> this is unbelievable. I actually had a little experience like this. I'm in a, uh, like a uh, mini shopping mall, strip mall parking lot. And <laughs> I back out of my thing and I start to head out. And of course it says don't exit this way, but I do anyway. I, I stick the nose of the car out into the street. Here comes a homeless black... No, his name was uh, Grover something. But here he comes, pedaling, and a homeless guy on a 10-speed, whatever it was back then. <laughs> he's, got, he, he's got three minutes to stop. But he, you know, honest to God, he had 30 seconds to go around the front of rides right into me and flies over the hood. So, so on purpose. <laughs> and guess what? Guess what? Because I'm such an idiot. Who's across the street watching it all? A cop. So he comes over. First he gets to my and says, you, you, you know, you can't exit this way or whatever. Um, and then that guy's pretending he's hurt. Cop ends up picking him up. <laughs> and he had no address. So I'm not saying, but I'm just saying, and the cop said to me after... Uh, I said, what, am I going to, am I in trouble? He goes, don't worry about it. He's got no address. Not, that's what a cop said to me. Just fucking get on your way, jerker. Guy was looking to. So maybe I was lucky the cop was there. Otherwise, although, how would this guy know how to get a lawyer and all that shit? <laughs> but, dude, he, I'm not kidding you. He had 20, 30 seconds to, like, go around the front of my, he just rode right into it. Uh, God help me. Venice, ugh. Yucca. <sighs> Uh, anyways, let's stay on, uh, New York City, because they were having their primaries. I don't even know what for. <laughs> for what, uh, rep, uh, Car Manhattan rep, Carolyn Maloney, I know she represents the upper, uh, oh, I know what they're running for, district, they're merging the Upper West Side of Manhattan with the Upper East Side. Used to be two districts, I guess they're merging them now. So, you know, Jerry Nadler? That formerly fat fuck who's going to be dead within a minute. He just looks so unhealthy, and he's losing his marbles. He's debating her. They're, they're vying for that new spot, I guess. This is Carolyn Maloney. She used to represent the, you know, Lib Upper uh, East Side. Anyway, she doubled down Wednesday on her view that President Biden won't seek re-election, even as she said uh, she would back him if he did. But it wasn't just Maloney. Nadler, who because of court-ordered redistricting, that's what I'm talking about, uh, mandated after illegal gerrymandering by state Democrats. They are the dirtiest. New York's the dirtiest motherfucker. Uh, chose to fight it out with his one-time ally, Maloney also showed a lack of confidence in the commander-in-chief. So here's the debate on, you know, it was on in New York, and they're going to ask about Biden, uh, re <laughs> about uh, running in 2024. And, oh, he has so much support. 
Go ahead. Come on, Arkel. Should President Biden run again in 2024? I don't know. Yes. Mr. Nadler. Too early to say it doesn't serve the purpose of the Democratic Party to to deal with that until after the midterms. Ms. Maloney. I don't believe he's running for re-election. What, what bullshit? Can't even answer that question. It's not uh, beneficial to talk about till after the mid... What are you talking about? Look at Nadler. If he, I've had him at the top of my Deadpool forever. And then her. Look at her. She makes Pelosi look like she's 21. God, help us. Maloney, during an interview with The Post Wednesday, stood by her surprise remark that Biden, 79, won't seek re-election. Biden's approval ratings are at record lows in recent polls. There he is in a nice aluminum shirt by Alcoa. (laughs) That's my personal opinion, she said. But a day later, Maloney sought to soften the blow, saying she would support Biden if he does run for a second term. If President Biden runs again, I will support him, said Maloney, who has served in Congress since 1853. I'm glad Biden ran for president and defeated President Trump. He's a great president. How can you, and you wonder why we, we hate politicians. You gotta now go home and get your fucking shine box. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's her today, I think, or yesterday, whatever, um, backpedaling, because apparently, you know how the Democrat Party works. You say something like that, and then you get a phone call from the White House going, what are you doing Get back in line. Of course, it's on CNN. They welcome her because they're part of the Democrat Party. So he can, she can Apollo. Watch her, you know, take a knee for her party here. Ugh. Mr. President, I apologize. I want you to run. I happen to think you won't be running. But when you run or if you run, I will be there 100%. <laughs> you have deserved it. You are a great president. And thank you for everything you've done for my state and all the states and all the cities in America. <laughs> That's not what you said 24 hours ago. We have a sworn affidavit. We have it. Your sworn affidavit. <laughs> oh my God, Miss Maloney. That's how, but there's the difference between them and the Republicans. They're like this. They, they lie together. They stick to, they're filthy. They play dirty. They play to win. And uh, I love to know what the phone call was. And you know she got a phone call. And it wasn't even from Joe, because he was asleep by the time. He, never, he, he doesn't even know about any of this, by the way. Anyways, hey, guys. Um, take care of a little business here. Find me on Shout Out. Shout Out is a lot like Cameo, but it's filled with liberty-loving American. So is uh, Cameo, <laughs> at least with my fans. Uh, American Talents. You can go there to get a personalized message from people like Steven Crowder, uh, Dennis Prager, Lyra Logan, uh, and myself. That's right. I'm available at Shout Out uh, now to record a personalized video for you or your friends or your family. The platform's own, supported by people like uh, us, and it's super easy to use. Just go to the app store on your phone and search for Shout Out app. You'll see this logo. Then just look for Nick DePaul. Let me know who you'd like me to to uh, give a few verbal beatdowns. Uh, or celebrate, say happy birthday, or whatever. Uh, for more info, you can also go to shoutout.fans and see what it's all about. Order one today, and thank you for in advance. Uh, thank you so much uh, in advance. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, what was I going to say before this? I have one, uh, one more comment about, about Joey Biden. and Oh, yeah. I was disappointed that the um, Pelosi's plane made it back safely. You know, all of America, well, half of America was sitting there going, they they know they have the technology. Just a, 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 oh boy, something that, a missile that detects osteoporosis. (laughs) I know they have them in China. I know they have them. I, boy. What did that, can I just ask you a question? She put us in all that danger, everybody. What, what did we get out of that? What did anybody get out of that? No, not a, no. It, it, it literally put us in, you don't know what the Chinese are going to do. And you know what? You still don't. Because they always play the long game. Nothing happened, right, today or yesterday. But wait, wait a few months. Next thing you know, you'll be wearing masks again because some type of, 
<clears throat> broccoli and chicken uh, COVID. No, 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 <laughs> no! Oh, my goodness. This guy's angry. In our FLA segment tonight, a Florida woman was arrested Tuesday for allegedly committing sexual acts with her dog while her ex-boyfriend, who was also arrested, recorded it on video. Now, I boy, I, I, boy, I wish I was, I was on those dating apps. People having a lot of fun out there. They, they met on chowhounds, dot, whatever. Um, can you imagine this guy's out there who can't get laid, and this fucking broad is blowing a, a nice German shepherd? Uh, oh, my God. She was having sex with a dog. Well, the... It said ex-boyfriend. I wonder where that went wrong, that relationship. Oh, my God. This is her talking to the dog. Perhaps you'd like me to come in there and wash your dick for you. (laughs) Oh, that's you. Christina Kalelo, 36, willingly. That's in a quote. Engaged in sexual activity. Oh, she got uh, poodle cum in her mustache. Willingly engaged in sexual activity with a dog on multiple occasions over the course of roughly eight years. Okay, so now I don't feel, she's not as hoary, it's a long-term relationship. (laughs) Eight years of doggy dink. According to the Pinellas County Sheriff's Department, uh, the dog was asked for comment. This lady has sharp teeth. Her ex-lover, 39-year-old Jeffrey Springer of Largo. There's Jeff. Oh, my God. He looks like a million athletes. Allegedly, re- allegedly recorded the encounters and put them on a hard drive. Of course, you want to you capture that moment. Uh, the dog, which had no visible injuries, but how about its self-esteem? was taken to an animal hospital by deputies for a routine examination. (laughs) My God. Uh, The nature of the sexual acts was not disclosed by police. There's Kamala Harris getting her first promotion in D.C. That's... (laughs) Look at the dog's tongue. Anyways, the pair were taken to the Pinellas County Jail and charged with sexual activity involving animals. Kalalo, a New Jersey native living in a safety harbor, in safety harbor, in a safety harbor. I'm so, I'm so used to saying safe harbor spaces. In safety harbor, po- it's the last place I want, posted a $5,000 bond, was quickly released. The judge said, get out of my room, you sick cunt. County jail record show. Kalalo was also arrested and charged with domestic battery in May. Wow, violent, banging dogs. She's a handful. Springer was also released on his own recognizance. <laughs> and the two will live happily ever after. And immediately adopted a new puppy. Yeah, I'm sure they'll go, it's a rescue. <laughs> rescue in her. Oh, my God. How could you? Ad- what, I mean, what was she doing? I don't know. I'm trying to pick. She blowing it? Yeah. I hope not. I don't mind if she gave it a little tug. I've done that. <laughs> Dog, you know, I forget to feed it. I feel bad. Big a dig boo <laughs> Anybody with me? No? Let's stay on sick sexual perverted, uh, perverted behavior. God, I, 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 folks, I try not to do these things, I, 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 but I can't help it. They're the most interesting stories. Uh, I don't know why the Marxists, whoever's trying to take us down, the World Economic Forum and Schwab, why they're using trans and gender and pedophile, pedophilia to do it. Um, anyways, headline, pedo, as in pedophile teacher, reveals grooming secrets. I... Uh, it, it, the trigger warning, I, I oh, if they, you know how people have punchable faces? <laughs> Even if this guy was, you know, straight, but this is from, you know what, libs of TikTok, you know how that woman that started that site that exposes these psycho trans and, and what they really believe in and stuff, and they go nuts. This woman 
she gets, I don't know how many views, brilliant. It just shows how crazy these people are. But I, I watched this, I was gritting my teeth. I gotta be careful, because I, you know, this cap. I grind my teeth at night and that's how, but it, it, I'll pay for your television set. I know you're gonna throw something right through it when you listen to this kid. It sounds like an act to me, a lot of the, it, it's not, I guess, but it really sounds like a lot of these over-the-top gay or trans, I feel like they go home and they take the suit off. And they just go, hey, pass me, I'm starving. <laughs> Check out this, this is a teacher who teaches kids, by the way. Try not to freak out. Something really inspiring and also a little bit concerning I'm hearing a lot of teachers talk about is asking students their pronouns. This tells me that these teachers really care about their trans and non-binary students and want to make them feel comfortable in class. Unfortunately, asking about pronouns can make trans and non-binary students more uncomfortable because they're forced into a situation where they either need to lie or are forced to come out when they're not ready hey, to. Little boy. That's why this year I created these survey cards that ask students their pronouns if they're comfortable with me using those pronouns in front of their peers and definitely if they're comfortable with me using those pronouns with their parents and families. This strategy was inspired by a tweet by Ellie Ehrlich that circulated on social media. My cards also ask students the name they want to be called in class, as well as their most trusted adult in the building. As a bonus, these first few days of class, I can use them as cold call cards. Comment with your strategy for asking about pronouns, and DM me if you want me to send you my template. Anybody else want to smash his face into a million pieces? Just because of his Shirley Temple haircut? Ugh. I suck cock, and I love it. Yummy, 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 yummy. So then I read, right, in the comments, and there was a guy in there. I don't know if he, uh, a cop or whatever who goes on the cop. This guy knows all about grooming. And he explained to me, explained his opinion on what this guy was. And I don't know, it was airtight, according, you know. Um, nowhere near the end of the video, he says with satisfaction, I can, this is the guy in the, in the comment section, I can use these uh, cold call cards. And the guy says, see what he's at? He's using these cards, this makes sense to me, to find the most vulnerable, most open to grooming children in his class. First off, he encourages and coerces the children to believe they are transgender. We already know this because it's happening all over the place. A certain number of kids will say they feel they are in the wrong body. And I'll say this again, some of them are. I'm not saying every one of them is unhappy. It's worked for some. I'm just saying it's going on in school and I, uh, they feel they are in the wrong body or any of uh, the other hodgepodge of sexual identities he suggests to them. You know, that yeah, you're non-binary, you're fluid, you're... Your they want to fluid. please teacher. Yeah, just to please what they see as an authority figure. That's, uh, ooh. Girl, wanna fucking smash his fucking face in. Now he has a group of marked out uh, that he knows are compliant and vulnerable to grooming. He then goes on to single out the most vulnerable and easily targeted within this group. When he has the most vulnerable of all singled out, he then marks who amongst them have parents that might cause him problems. This is a pretty good theory. I don't think it came out of left. He finds this out via the cards. He'll hone in on the children who are afraid of their parents knowing they identify as the opposite sex. This tells him there's a lack of openness and communication between these children and their parents. The only thing I question about this theory, I don't know if he's bright enough to do all this, but it's probably instinctual. Yeah. Uh, kids that agree with him that they are in the wrong body but want to keep it secret from their parents will also uh, by much more likely to keep secrets from their parents any sexual abuse that they suffer. Again, this takes a lot of brains on this asshole. Or part. could I grab this microphone and I beat your brains out with it because that's what she deserves. That's what she deserves. Whereas the children who are willing to tell their parents that they are in the wrong body will be much more likely to also communicate to their parents if they are sexually molested or raped. Never underestimate these homo pedophiles. They have a vile lizard-like cunning about them. You can be, 
<laughs> now the guy lets out how he really feels. You can be damn sure that when this so-called teacher singles out the children in his class that are most likely to stay silent about being sexually abused, he'll be posting their names and addresses on pedo websites. It's the three steps. Isolate. Once you isolate, or drive a wedge, then isolate, and then you become the most trusted adult, and then they lean on you. How do you know that? And don't ask me that. <laughs> uh, Dale spends a lot of time at the mall. <laughs> Sits on a bench in front of one potato, too, with a bag of lollipops and a trench coat with nothing on under it. And he says, hey, kids, try this vibrating chair and chopper image. <laughs> Sit on my lap while I try it. Grab the handle. Grab a hand. Nah. <laughs> What in God's name? Get your kids out of public school. That's all I'm saying. See how smug and between that and the, and the drag? I mean, like I said before, consenting adults, whatever. Some people do feel horrible. <laughs> My wife explained to me beautifully when I said, I don't get it. And she said, I've said this on the show before. She says, picture you waking up today feeling how you feel, but you have to put on woman's clothes. And like I told her, I do that every time you leave the house. <laughs> but uh, those panties on your nuts, so much better than men's. Uh, but do you know what I'm saying, folks? Again, it's the children element that's really... Um, my, my dad never trusted anybody. I swear to God, he'd, you know look into my little league coach when I was a kid and turns out it was him, but he wouldn't though. My, my late great friend, Greg Zook, who was a cop and saw a lot of the shit and me and him have the same take on, well, and, you know, some guy that wants to be a Cub Scout, like, I, I don't trust him. Some guy over 30. I, anyways, Nick, that's, you live in fear. I feel bad for you. That's what the libs will say to you. Uh, you, you live in fear. Oh, hey, yeah, I live in fucking fear. Yeah. Okay. Watch the ID network as they, unburied 12, eight-year-olds. Um, Nick, they, they're creating fear in you. I don't care. I'm just saying. As you know, I've pretty much kicked the cigarettes. And late at night when I'm watching the ID network sometimes, um, I'm a little high-strung. You guys know that. This stuff takes you down nice. Black Buffalo. There are alternatives for everything these days, even meat but where are the high-quality tobacco alternatives? I'm holding one right here. This is the uh, wintergreen flavor, and it says pouches. And nice, relaxing. I like that. I told you, blood argument. I, anyways, um, I used to do the skull when I was at University of Maine and dip all that. I chewed the leaves. This isn't anywhere as messy as, or as harsh. Uh, there's no compromise required. Black Buffalo's flavor is a great wintergreen mint. Straight peach and blood orange available in both long cut and pouches. Ooh, I think I'm going to try the long cut next time. As well as nicotine free versions called Zero. Black Buffalo also have a subscription option on their core flavors so you can set it and forget it. You'll get your favorite flavors every time. If you're 21 or over and you dip or chew tobacco, you have to try this tobacco alternative. Uh, are you still dipping traditional tobacco or those white? portion things if so and you're 21 it's time to get with black buffalo it's everything you love about dipping just without the actual tobacco leaf or stem head to blackbuffalo.com and use promo code nick dip at checkout for 25 percent off your first order that's the best offer you'll find but you have to use my code nick dip for 25 percent off your first order one last time that's promo code nick dip for 25 percent off your order Warning, this product contains nicotine, but they also have one that doesn't, uh, is, and nicotine's an addictive uh, chemical. And we thank them for sponsoring the show today. This was a disturbing uh, video I saw and story. As you guys know, I'm in love with the ID network. Um, I won't tell you why, but <laughs> I think I'm going to be on it in about two weeks. No, uh, as you know, it's investigative uh, detective. Blah, 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 blah. They got a guy on there, Joe Kenda, American detective. He's a retired detective from like Arizona. And he's just a straight laced white guy, you know, gray hair combed to the side. 
I love him because he has this creepy, he knows how to be show busy. But he's a great detective. Even my late great buddies met him, you know, a homicide detective. But they have him hosting one of his shows. It's like American Detectives, but he'll go and uh, he'll say something like this. And uh, then they found blood all over the living room rug. Oh, my. <laughs> in, the, in the most creepy. Uh, anyways, but these are all real stories. And, and, and I, here's the disturbing thing. I know I'm up adding right now. I've pointed it on the show before. Investigative now. All these shows, you got this one called American Monster. It's um, uh, Signs of a Psychopath. Evil Lives Here. Uh, they're all great, but they all, all have one thing in common, almost all of them. They open up. It's always a Midwest, pretty much. They always make it clear that the people are Christian. They always do it in flyover country, a lot of them. You know what I mean? They Once in a while, you'll see black crimes on there. But I'm like, they're always killing each other. I don't know what's interesting. But actually, I'm wrong about that because they're really, the few black ones have been scary interesting. Anyways, I'm just saying, it's again that agenda. They're like, you people, you white Christians who make up most of the country, who have your white picket fence and you have great nuclear family, you're just as bad as anybody else. You have as many, but, 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 but uh, and maybe that's true, but they'd never, they'd never single out Muslims or, you know, you wouldn't start the show. There's always a cross in the, on the wall when they're interviewing whoever. It's, no honor killings or anything like that would ever be. Right, right. And, and, but even... I mean, because there aren't a ton of honor killings, but there's there's a ton of crime in Dearborn, Michigan, which is all. I'm just saying, you they would never establish the religion. It's so obvious what their agenda is. And again, I used to say this, and my people, friends, are you what are you crazy? But they don't, they they didn't know the politics of the people that make this stuff. Now they do. So when you're watching it, just pick up on these things. Where you know some of the people are really religious, other ones not so much. But they always establish it's a white, you know, just normal family, and black people aren't the only violent ones. And that's sort of the message underlying it. I know because I went on the. I, I, I lived in L.A. I know who makes this stuff. Police are searching for a woman who was seen bleeding from her face and screaming for help inside a white tractor trailer around 2 p.m. on Tuesday in Dayton. Uh, New Jersey is the truck. Oh, shut up. We're going to go get a Coke and a hot dog. Relax, Diane. Um, a witness told the South Brunswick Township Police Department that the driver pulled the woman back inside the cab of the semi-truck as they drove south down Route 130. Surveillance video released by police shows the truck briefly stopping along a highway before driving away and taking the exit at Ridge Road. The guys say, we gotta beat it. Come on, God damn it. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Check out this video. You're gonna see a guy in the parking lot um, from your left side. He's gonna come walking up because the woman's yelling out of the truck, the white truck that's approaching. But you'll see a guy walk across the parking lot and then the truck takes off. Kind of creepy. He's one of, she's got blood on her face and stuff. I don't know. Did you maybe get in your car and follow it? Or, or did it? Go ahead. Here comes the guy. There's a guy about to get in his truck there. And now he, it's the same guy, right? Here comes the truck with a lady screaming out the window, apparently. Bleeding. I'm guessing this is the eyewitness. Where is he? There he is. He's walking towards the truck. Obviously, here's the lady in distress. Truck takes off. I mean, what the fuck? Creepy. This is rape. This is rape. This is rape. No, it isn't. I'm giving you a ride. And again, I brought up the ID network because so many, and I've mentioned this on the show, so many of them revolve around truck drivers. I've seen at least five because they have their own little life on the road. They go on for two, three weeks at a time. You know, just having fun, eating at truck stops and slaying lot lizards. 
putting their, you know, collecting their... I saw one guy had a family, a perfectly normal family. How creepy is this? He kills some, you know, hooker, gives the ring, takes the ring off, gives it to his wife. No. <laughs> you got to go to Jared's. Every time I heard that commercial... Somebody, I was going to buy my wife a ring, and they said, go to Jared's. So cut to me handing her a foot-long cheesesteak. <laughs> the victim is described as white-slash-Hispanic female. Oh, gee, thanks. In her 20s with long brown hair and brown flannel shirt. Oh, my God, they got Ellen DeGeneres. The suspect is an older, bald, white male. I guess there's no mistake in that with a white beard, but Christ, I get Santa Claus, and blue short shirt, according to uh, the police. So uh, I hope somebody, I hope they follow up on this. That guy, this guy doesn't sound very nice to me. You're a real crumb bum. But <laughs> I've, there's so many of those stories. And why would you get in a truck? Again, here's the cold-hearted me. I'm like, eh. We don't know here. This could have been a kidnapping, but when I hear, remember the guy, the Green River Killer, who left a trail of dead hookers for like five years? Picking up litter. Like I said, he might as well be killing him with a stick with a nail on it, wearing an orange vest. Nick, that's horrible. I know, but I, come on, I'm just being honest. I, it's like Patrice O'Neill used to do this great bit about he, he, sometimes it'd feel nothing. He'd see a tragedy on the news, <laughs> like a, a tsunami in the uh, Philippines that wiped out like 10,000 people. And he's like, eh. <laughs> and it's so right. Uh, anyways, final story uh, of the week for you people, unless you're monthly subscribers and you got another one coming. Aaron Rodgers be tripping. <clears throat> Excuse me. Copy. I'm happy because the week's almost over, but I'm bumming because I have to go over the, in the next room and sweat. No desire. My Achilles hurts. My, I have the hips of a nine-year-old. Aaron Rodgers be tripping. NFL star Aaron Rodgers, who I like because he dances to his own drummer, he's a, has revealed uh, that his past use of South American psychedelic drug from the Amazon, probably got it from Mike Lindell where he gets his sheets, Helped him have the best season of his... Okay, did it help you? Or was it a coincidence that's the year that you were doing? Of his NFL career. Also, let him... Uh, let him unconditionally love himself. I never understood uh, that. Uh, I love me. I love me. you for helping for, me to for helping me to of construct my of my life. Not a tavern. Not a tavern. But a temple. But a temple. I love me. Because I'm a greasy guinea. I love you because you have done so much. <laughs> with stained teeth from cigarettes and tobacco. You have, you have intercepted me twice in the last 20 years. A touch. I have a beautiful touch. A we two first-round draft picks. By just being... So taking some type of uh, hallucination drugs, hallucinants, make you unconditionally... Uh, love yourself. As a Green Bay Packers quarterback, 38, is set to enter the 2022 season as a the two-timing reigning NFL MVP. He admitted this week to consuming the drug on a trip to South America prior to winning the MVP award in 2020 and 2021. Rogers appeared on the Aubrey Marcus podcast on Wednesday where he talked about ayahuasca, a psychoactive tea. Wait a minute. I can finally get off coffee. You wouldn't mind me coming in here, Trip, would you? Uh, psychoactive tea containing the hallucinogenic drug DMT, which Joe Rogan loves. He's talked about DMT. I know a few people, comedians that like this stuff. And DMT, ugh, I, I would never, you guys, I told you. I, 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 I smoked a joint and almost lost my mind. And then I took a corner of an edible a couple of years ago to help me sleep, and I, I thought I was going to bring myself to the hospital. Big girl. I, a lot of my buddies uh, have a major PTSD and TBI go down to South America, and they'll do the ayahuasca ceremonies, and they come back practically healed. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Hear that? That's Dallas's friends from the military, post-traumatic stress disorder. 
And um, they take this, what he's talking about, and I've read that. We've read that. They treat depression with it. You know, some, it's still a little scary because when I was at the Comedy Cellar, there's a guy named Mike, a homeless guy. He had a good head of gray hair still, though, right? He'd come in. He'd come in. He'd look at me every time. i go, Vinny, how you doing? He, he thinks I'm Vinny from his past. I don't know. But he'd come in, walk over to the Comedy Cellar table, and adjust like an ashtray, like an inch. And then walk over to the lamp and turn it like this. And then leave. Stuff like that. Sometimes he'd sit down and start talking, making no sense. And I asked Manny, the late, great Manny Dwoman, who started the Comedy Cellar, who was a musician. I go, What's, why, why is he come in here? And, and he said to me, Manny, he goes, do you know his story? He was a pretty famous musician in the 60s in the village, which is Hippieville, you know. And he uh, used to love acid, but he took a trip one time. And it didn't go well. That's the story. He didn't come back. Still can play a guitar, though, they said, which makes sense. Imagine if that happened to Rogers, though. It would be hilarious. <laughs> Comes back, and he just takes the snap. He's in the shock, and he gets a snap and just whips it into the crowd. Starts running circles around the other team's back. Um, that's why I would never. I am scared of I, I, this stuff doesn't. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an old... I'm an old school guy, booze and coke. And nobody does coke anymore. Anyway, DMT that he says helped improve his mental health. He swears by it. Oh, boy, is this great. To me, one of the core tenets of your mental health is that self-love, Rogers told host Aubrey Marcus. That's what Ayahuasca did for me, was help me see how to unconditionally love my... I never understood that phrase about you have to love yourself first. I, I, I just I don't get it. I thought it was bad to be in love with yourself. And they're going to go, that's not what they mean. Well, then what do you mean? What do you do? Take warm baths and treat yourself? I don't get it. I, that one, I, nobody can explain it to me. Uh, it's only in that unconditional self-love uh, that I'm able to truly be able to roll out to my right and throw across my body. Uh, unconditionally love others, like wide receivers that make me the MVP that I am. It, and what better way to work on my mental health than to have an experience like that? Well, I don't know. I can think of a few things. Oh, this is him loving himself. The drug ayahuasca has been used for thousands of years as a traditional healing method in Central and South America. It is illegal in the UK and the US. What? But is widely used by tribal societies in the Amazon Basin, where you know they got a great team this year. The Amazon Hulus? Oh, my God. They had a great draft. Anyways, um, so, yeah, he did it over in South America. I love this guy. I like guys like And Joe Rogan, too. I, I wish I could handle that shit. I just know I can't. Um, but they swear by it. It squeezes your third eye, as Bill Hicks used to say. He would do, a, you know, cyber, what is it, cyber something, mushrooms, cybacillin mushrooms. Uh, anyways, this reminded me of my hero on television, the late, great James Gandolfini. There's an episode of The Sopranos where he takes peyote with Christopher's, Christopher is, is dead at this point. He goes out to visit Christopher's smoking hot girlfriend. I forget what her name is in real life. And, he, and she's kind of a young hippie. And they take peyote. and pay, Tony takes peyote for the first time in the desert. What great acting by Gandolfini here. What'd you? I get it! I get it! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, that's me when I'm watching the Wheel of Fortune and I get the puzzle. <laughs> Nothing? I didn't think so. <laughs> I got it! I got it! I got it! Rest and relaxation. <laughs> All right, that's it for the week, kids. Thank yous. Uh, thank yous before I go. I always forget the thank yous, you know? Uh, one time... That's the way the Dominican players say, one time contribution, 12, I hit 12 home. Kit Fortney, defensive back, Michigan. 
Christopher McKean, Pennsylvania. Generous donation, by the way, but Christopher McKean. Thank you so much, Christopher. Steve Stacy, great name, Florida. Larry Ramey, Ohio. Bob and Jerry Curley, who I met. That's a husband and wife. Um, yeah, I met him after a gig. Seriously. All the people, they were from upstate New York. I can't remember, but thank you, guys. And they de- they contribute all the time. Ashley Biden's, uh, it says, shower mate. Ashley Biden's shower mate, Kentucky. Oh, oh, Ashley Biden is one of, that's, so it's Joe who donated. Paul Sagnella, Connecticut. Franz Grissom, Oklahoma. Austin Pardee, Nevada. Sean Powell, our buddy in Florida. Andrew Navin, Pennsylvania. Brian Boyd, California. Robert Doyle, North Carolina. Scotty Brown, Douglas Young. Joseph Hirsch, Nico R., James Norton, and new subscribers to Patreon, Keith Middlebrooks. I wonder if any relation to Will Middlebrooks. James Taylor. Oh, that's nice. Peter Wilcox, who just signed up, by the way, Peter did a full year at Patreon, received a 10% discount for doing that. Uh, if you sign up at the Michael and Vito level, you'll also get a free Nick DiPaolo show mug. So if you want extra stories every day, access to all the archives and that free mug, check out my Patreon page. Um, that is it. I want to thank you guys for another great week. Um, don't forget to sign up at uh, comicsgym.com and patreon.com. You guys think it, I'll say it. You're very welcome. We'll see you back here on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.